The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Hello, and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. How are you, Miss Simi? Doing good. I have my voice back, so that's great. <laughs> that's good. That's awesome. Just in time to review this rip-roaring edition of NXT. Uh, we're in our Woo! fourth yeah. week of NXT 2.0. The best episode of NXT 2.0, I must say. Okay, good, glad. So that definitely is a great lead-in to the episode review here that you already had a positive uh, review of the show in, in your estimation. So just let everybody know you can find the NXT cast on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the show through any podcast app. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast, dash the CSPN, and the NXT cast will show up in your podcast queue each and every week, whether you use iTunes or SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Podcast Catcher, Podbean, whatever, Pocket Casts, yeah. whatever. It will be in your podcast queue each and every week. So the opening video for NXT looks at the tag team title situation. Tonight's scheduled eight-man tag has been changed into a fatal four-way elimination match for the tag team titles. First matchup, Mandy Rose versus Ember Moon. Oh, hey, Ember. How are you? Hi, girl. With just new hair. All right. Yeah, remember a couple of weeks ago she lost and she was like, it's time for me to come uh -oh. back and do something different and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, Ember about to turn yeah. heel. Uh, uh -huh. not so fast though, my friends. Um, well, well, not yet, <laughs> but it's coming. Uh, a middle rope code breaker drops Mandy, but Ember Moon has to bail out of an eclipse attempt. Then Mandy hits the running knee to the face and she pins Ember Moon to get the win. This was a really good match. Also, Mandy Moore's best match yet. <laughs> it was it was really good i loved how freaking aggressive ember was and you you know that heel turn is coming because this this bitch was mad he was just like oh she was freaking throwing mandy into everything trying to kill her i was like oh shit liked it so it was really good and that running knee actually looks really good mostly because ember is a fantastic seller my gosh, she flipped over just to sell that knee. I was like, you got to be careful. It's like <laughs> her, The Rock, Sasha, and Bianca's coming up with that. It's like, can you stop trying to, like, mutilate yourself just to sell a move? You're already on my list. Relax. <laughs> so 
because that she made that look devastating. So I actually <laughs> really enjoyed this match, and I like the, like they focused on like Ember's face after, and she looked pissed. It was giving <laughs> when um Bailey was gonna turn heel, where she was like she was giving those faces like, "Ooh, bitch, you got me this time," but "Ooh, I'm gonna kill you." Mm-hmm. So it looked great. Right. So that heel turn's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Can't wait. Legado del Fantasma. They aren't done with Hit Row when Santos Escobar wants Isaiah Scott's North American title. Yeah, he has not defended that yet. They was like, yeah, it's cool. Y'all going to SmackDown and all, but but hold on, we ain't finished yet. (laughs) Right. I was like, ooh, I'm so excited for Hit Row being on SmackDown. It's going to be great. I was just like, oh, it means this feud. I'm not going to see this feud no more. But I love this promo. Odyssey Jones versus L.A. Knight. Uh, L.A. Knight tries to body slam Odyssey Jones. We all know how that goes. Um, Andre Chase comes out for distraction, and that allows L.A. Knight to hit the jumping neck breaker and get the win over our man, Odyssey Jones. Boo! God damn you, Andre Chase. You make me laugh, but damn it. I love Odyssey Jones. My God, that little freaking honking horn thing he does, money maker. <laughs> money maker. Put it on a shirt. Love it. Oh, La Knight. La Knight, you got lucky with this one because you got help. But, ooh, I, I enjoy this match as well. But mostly just because I really love Odyssey Jones. And Andre Chase makes me laugh, so I just want to see the review continue. Right. Cameron Grimes says love is in the air around here and he wants to find a lucky lady of his own. Pete Dunn and Riz Holland come up with Dunn throwing out a challenge for tonight. Cameron Grimes heads off to hit on some women instead. Oh, I love Cameron Grimes. I need him to put the the toy um, million dollar championship back on his waist again. I know (laughs) DiBiase has the real one, but that's fun. Kyle O'Reilly asks Von Wagner why he's been helping him. Wagner says he respects O'Reilly, but Kyle doesn't trust anyone. O'Reilly appreciates it, but wants Wagner to leave him alone and help and let, and let him fight his own battles. Oh, Kyle, but you lose because you get <laughs> jumped because you don't have the numbers. Let this uh, buff white man help you, fellow buff white man. <laughs> let this tall man help you, goddammit. Tommaso Ciampa <laughs> comes out for a promo. Halloween Havoc is going to come back on October 26th, and the champ needs a challenger. He knows that Braun Breaker has been circling around, but who has the guts to come out here and face him? So Braun Breaker comes out, who says he doesn't care how long he has been here because he wants the NXT title. Ciampa says Breaker wants the title, but Ciampa needs it. Braun Breaker sees it as a stepping stone to something bigger and better, but to Ciampa, it is something bigger and better. That leaves Braun Breaker with three weeks to get ready, because the challenge is accepted. I don't care about Ciampa as champion. I'm <laughs> the artist. Never really cared about Ciampa. I liked his um, his tag team with Johnny the little bit I saw. I liked their feud, but that's because I really like Johnny Gargano. I don't really care about Ciampa. I liked him and um, Timothy Thatcher, but that's because I really like Thatch. Well, where the hell is he? <laughs> so. He's injured. Come back. Damn it, I miss you when you're non-existent too. 
non-existence tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I love Timothy Thatcher. I do. So I don't really care about Champa as a championship. As a champion, I was like, eh, Kyle O'Reilly should have that belt right now. And I'm annoyed that he doesn't have it. Right. But Braun Breaker, I like him very much. Nice. He has the, he has the mic skills. I love that he was like, I don't care if I've been here for minutes, for months, for years, for days. I don't give a shit. You and me, we're going to fight for this title. Love that. Love it. Love it. I love the leather. Love the muscles. I love the shit talking. He's actually pretty good in the ring. I'm here for it. I'm like, yes, I see it. I see why they're pushing this. You got it. Now let's see how you do math. Love it. Love it. Let's see how you do math. I just caught that. Yep. <laughs> you know, they put the um, the siren in the beginning of his uh, intro thing, and I swore I was uh, like, Big Papa Pump is about to come out here. Oh, uh, he's so good. I like, I'm just like, I like him. So I'm like, you, they're going to give you the title, and it's deserved because you're really good. So I'm excited to see like what happens with him. Right, right. Joe Gacy talks about how he wasn't worried when social media crashed last week. It was, what, Thursday it crashed? Yeah, uh, yeah. When they basically took down all the Facebook apps. He's like, tonight... Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. Yeah. He's like, tonight, the ring is a safe space. Uh, Persia Priyadi is here with Indy Hartwell and talking about how great the honeymoon was. Indy says yeah. she wore Dexter <laughs> Loomis out by going through two packs. After saying Loomis is the 9.5... They find a door oh. with smoke coming out from underneath and find Tian Sha who throws them out. Ooh, I was like, ooh, you hot boxing? Ooh, that's illegal. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Uh, Joe Gacy versus Eichmann Yurio. Uh, Gacy runs him over, but Yurio slips out of a slam. Yurio tosses him down again, but misses the Eichmann slash. The handspring clothesline gets the win for Joe Gacy. After the match, I like both you, of these people. <laughs> you, know, you like Joe Gacy? I do, actually. <laughs> I know people are like are thinking that this is Vince trying to poke fun at like you know people like like liberal Twitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's not what this gimmick is. Like you can see like the insidious way that he's playing it. This is that like crazy. Le left liberal who thinks they're so good and they're so progressive and they're so like for the people but they're really not this is like what this is like PETA <laughs> how PETA <laughs> thinks they're we're saving the puppies but they're out here freaking throwing blood on people and all doing all this crazy shit that's what that is it's like future like kind of cult leader kind of bullshit and that's why I like it that's what he's doing. It's not like poking fun at the liberals. It's like poking fun at like these extremist, like left liberal who thinks they're like saving the world. And it's like, yeah, we're doing this. And it's just like, no, you're just using it to like kind of flex your power. And you're like going to the way extreme where you don't even really care about the rights of people. You're just using it as like a shield for your bullshit. That's what he's doing. And I like it. Mm -hmm. And I just like Ika Manjiro because, you know, the fashion's on point. And I love 
and he's also really good in the ring. But mostly the fashions, and I love his hair. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, post-match, Joe Gacy picks him up for a bit of a uh, awkward hug. As Gacy leaves, a guy stares at him from the stands, and Gacy smiles back up at him. Yeah, who was that random white man? Who are you? Oh, that was um, Parker Bordeaux, I think. Is this Scarlett Bordeaux's brother? Who was that? Baby, baby Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's son? No, but he looks like Brock Lesnar. Oh. Uh, most of his face was covered by shadows. I was like, who are you, random <laughs> white man? Who's that? <laughs> Why are you staring so hard? Creepy. Creepy me out. Uh. Cora Jade is coming up to the Performance Center on her skateboard. Yay. Uh, Duke Hudson is a wrestler and a professional poker player with his own Duke's Poker Room. He'll take your belt and your money or your Swingers Ooh. Palace. Alright. I like him, so I'm like, cool. Let's see what you got. Cora <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jade versus Virginia Ferry. Uh, hold on, though, because Frankie Monet comes in <laughs> to jump Virginia Ferry and take her place. So now, instead, it's Cora Jade versus Frankie Monet. A stomp has Cora Jade in trouble, and the spear cuts her in half. Jade, though, manages to roll Frankie Monet up and gets the pin because Frankie Monet took her eye off the ball. Yeah, that's right. You better go, Avril. I mean, Cora. <laughs> I love her gimmick. She's like a little skater girl. She reminds me of Avril Lavigne, and I love it. This was cool. I liked this because I was like, oh, poor little Cora is going to lose. But she, like, outsmarted Frankie and was just like, psych, bitch, not a dumb rookie. And she won. That was cute. <laughs> I like that for her. Happy for her. Good for you. And she also ran right the fuck away as soon as she won. She was like, I won. Bye. <laughs> Boom. That's what you do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The grizzled young veterans come up to MSK in the back. Uh, let's just make the title match elimination rules, huh? Josh Briggs, Brooks Jensen, Trick Williams, and Carmelo Hayes all come in for the brawl. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa is ready for Braun Breaker, but Joe Gacy comes in. Gacy thinks Ciampa is putting forth his privilege as a champion and would like a shot of his own. Ciampa says if Gacy can beat him next week, Halloween Havoc can be a three-way just remember that the ring isn't going to be a safe space for Gacy. Bad. Pete Dunn versus Cameron Grimes. A double stomp to the hands slows Cameron Grimes down. He is back up with the bridge and German suplex for two count. Bridge Hollins goes for the distraction, drawing Kyle O'Reilly to come out to make the save. The distraction lets Pete Dunn hit the bitter end on Cameron Grimes for the win. After the match... Ooh. Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland lay out Kyle O'Reilly again. Wow, Kyle. Alfred, come on. You need friends. Hit Row. They say they aren't running from NXT, but they're running to the money. SmackDown yeah. wanted them, and that's where they're going. They're ready to finish things with Legado del Fantasma and Santo Escobar can have his title shot. I love that. They're like, run away. We were recruited. Like, <laughs> we're getting paid to go. Like, bye. I love that. Uh, they just, they don't miss. I love it. Uh, our man, Tony D'Angelo, a.k.a. Yes. Tony from the Docks, is yes. taking on Malik Blade. Uh, mm. Malik Blade looking like uh, Leon Ruff, part I two. I know. 
It's like that. Leon brought... Ruff that like got a little more gains. It's like it's like yeah, it's like that. If you're gonna bring this dude into NXT, you could have just kept Leon Ruff. But exactly. anyway. A waist lock sets up an abdominal stretch, but Malik Blade fights up and hits a high crossbody. Some rolling suplexes sets up the fisherman's neck breaker, and Tony D'Angelo is your winner in his debut match. Yes. Just know both of my both of my hands are pinched right now. Yes, Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> He's great. Listen, I know I say uh, Tony Hive. It started as a joke, kind of. But by that second vignette, I was like, I hope you're good in the ring because this character is it. And he's really good in the ring. <laughs> Very excited. I don't know what that last, like, that last move was. That It's like a, was like a, a neck breaker thing. I don't know what it was. Yeah, Fisherman Buster cool. neck breaker. Yep. Yeah, that was cool as shit. I was like, Tony D'Angelo, he's so good. And, like, he has the character down because, like, before... When he entered, he tried to bribe the ref. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, tried to slip him some money. And the ref was like, what are you doing? Like, that's the type of attention and detail that I love. Yes, Tony D'Angelo. For, like, ten minutes when he was wrestling, the whole timeline was just, like, the pinch finger emoji. <laughs> and I was here for it. He's great. I really like him. So, I'm so good he's, he's good in the ring. Because if he wasn't, I'd be like, whatever, it's developmental. He'll get better. But I don't have to say that. <laughs> so I'm happy with it. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams about it, about it. They're ready to strap up the boots and make the ring talk and ready to win the tag team titles without even using Carmelo's contract. Yeah, I love that. He was just like, I'm so smart and I keep winning. We got into a championship match. I don't even have to use this contract. I was like, that's right, Carmelo. That's right. <laughs> use those smarts. I don't know what half the things Trick be talking about, but he's just really pretty. So I'm like, all right, it's fine. Keep talking. Okay. Fine. I really love their little purple shiny suits, too. It gave me, like, P. Diddy and Mace. Love that. Keep going. Great. <laughs> Indy Hartwell versus Mei Ying. The Tongan death grip has Indy on the floor, but Mei Ying lets it go and kicks Persia in the face. Um, actually, she was going for Indy, but Indy ducked and she hit Persia. That allows Indy yeah. to run meet, uh, Mei Ying into the ring post, and then she hits the springboard um, elbow drop, pretty vicious, pretty savage, excuse me, and gets the win over Mei Ying. So good for Indy Hartwell. Yes, yeah, good for Indy Hartwell. Well, Mei Ying, now who you're going to punish because you lost. Now it's going to happen. Because when Zaya Lee was losing, you kidnapped her and put her through hell. <laughs> you got to... See, this is the thing that, like, with these, like, ultra supernatural characters that, like, they don't... They can't sustain. This is what I was saying about, like, the demon and Prince, why I felt like the Prince character was more compelling and more interesting. And you mm -hmm. can, like, can do more with can do more this yeah this maying this tian sha thing i was just like uh like once the, it was like established that she's just like this like supernatural like demon through time thing i'm like this isn't gonna last long especially if they want her to wrestle mm -hmm. it's not gonna last long it would i would have liked it if they were like maybe part of like some super like I don't know, like Yakuza group or really like hardcore sects that are like 
we train our bodies so we never feel pain. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, like they are invincible. I mean, they're not invincible. Like they can be beat. They just train super hard not to feel it. Because now it's like, well, you're supposed to be a freaking warrior demon through time, but you just you, you just got beat because you got put through a pole. Well, now what? Now where do we go? You can't be a demon now. I don't believe your demon powers. You just got beat. <laughs> so it's just like, uh, I don't know what they're going to do with this. Last Legend is talking about how great her show will be next week. Uh, Tony D'Angelo comes in and wants to be her guest, which works for Last Legend. She takes credit for shutting down Facebook and Instagram yesterday because her show <laughs> was so hot. I love it. She was just like, our show was hot. We shut down Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> like, yes. And yes, I was feeling Last Legend and Tony D'Angelo. I was like, yep, give me a Bronx tale. I like it. Whatever this is, go with it. Give me a little bit of that. I like it. Uh, Malcolm Bivens introduces the Diamond Mine, and they give us a quick look at and a quick bio of every member uh, of the squad. So we got an introduction to the Asian guy. He's like the trainer, supposed to be the guy who's like hardening Diamond Mine. And then, you know, we got Mm the um, Ivy uh, thing. We got the thing on the, uh, the two brothers. And then, of course, Roderick Strong, the Creed brothers. Yes. See, this is what we needed a while ago. I'm glad they finally gave it to us to like so we can kind of introduce who everybody is and their part in the group. But we should have been gotten this. This is what we needed a, a while ago to establish like who exactly Diamond Mine is. But I liked it. But it's like, okay, well, finally, it's a little bit longer we do. Raquel Gonzalez thinks Mandy Rose's hair dye has gotten into her brain because Mandy doesn't know who she is messing with. Touch her title again and Mandy can start posing for a body cast. So out comes Toxic Attraction to say Raquel is coming off as desperate. The three of them talk about how great they are, but Gonzalez says she can only look at the staples in Gigi Dolan's forehead from when Gonzalez hit her with the title belt. JC Jane says they'll hold all of the gold soon because they're the attraction. Gonzalez is surrounded, but Zoe Stark and Io Shirai run in for the save. Uh, now Io's going to save Raquel? Why? I hate this. <laughs> I do. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yes, the continuity. Uh, Somebody needs to have the continuity factor going on, right? Like, yeah. Like, do we not? Okay. I know it's 2.0 now, but damn it. Some history has to be followed because why? Ah, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, Von, Somebody else could have saved her. Von Wagner comes in to tell Kyle O'Reilly that they're facing Pete Dunn and Rich Holland. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly isn't very happy about it, but he better take this help while he can get it. You better. You've been losing the whole time. You Get a friend. You need one. <laughs> Um, Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, and Zoe Stark are ready for Toxic Attraction. But Indy Hartwell and Persia Parati come in to say they're coming for the titles. Uh, Io's like, uh, uh, Zoe Stark was like, why would you save them? He's like, well, I don't like her, and I don't like her, and you don't like her, so 
that's why we'll come and save them. EO said that the only gold that those two ladies, uh, Indy and Persia, are going to be wearing are on their ears and on their finger. I hope they don't just reduce EO to just like, just saying, I don't like you. Because it's funny, but it's just like, come on, let's do just like, let's just not have just that, you know, EO Shirai. <laughs> right. Please. Uh, main event time, tag team title match, Grizzled Young Veterans, Josh Briggs, Brooks Jensen, Trick Williams, Carmelo Hayes, and MSK in a four-way, fatal four-way elimination match. The Heart Attack blockbuster by MSK eliminates Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. Briggs makes a blind tag and a double powerbomb finishes Zach Gibson to get rid of the Grizzled Young Veterans. You know that hurt my heart. Um <laughs> Josh Briggs running boot into a Russian leg sweep from Jensen gets a two on Lee of MSK. There's a huge double spine buster to plant Lee again, but Carter breaks up the double power bomb. That's when Wesley uh, Hurricanranas Jensen gets basically he did the West Coast pop, the Rey Mysterio Jr. Hurricanrana into the pinning combination. He pins Jensen and MSK not only come to work, but they retain the tag team titles. You leave them alone. They come to work. <laughs> God damn it. You're as fickle as this crowd. <laughs> well, at least I didn't call JC Jane what I normally call her. I was, I'm trying to be better. Okay. Well, I guess we'll applaud that progress. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> um, First of all, really enjoyed this match. I'm sorry for the Grizzly Young Veterans because they, why did they get eliminated so early? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh. But this was a really good match. I enjoyed this very much. This crowd does not deserve MSK. They this crowd so doesn't like MSK. Fickle. But the thing is, do you know what they are? They're like the crowds who used to boo Roman. And then in the middle of the match, when he's he sets up for his Superman punch, all of a sudden they know how to say, ooh, wah, and then they like cheer when he punches people. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with them. And this guy comes out, they cheer them. When they're doing their big spots, they cheer them. Oh, my God. Yay. And then all of a sudden, you hear boos. And I'm like, what do you, do you know what you want? Are you, did you have a stroke in the middle of this match? They're so fickle and it bothers me because MSK is so good. Okay. It's not just because they do the flippy shit. 85% of this because they do the flippy shit. I was about to say. It's fine. I can admit it that I enjoyed the flippy shit, but they are actually really good. They're good on the mic. They have great facial expressions. That, like, gif of them eating popcorn while they're watching people fight is so popular. So it's just, like, they have all the makings of what, like, this NXT crowd should love, but they, for some reason, boo them, which is annoying. They don't deserve them. But I don't give a shit because they're still my champion. I will cheer for you. Me and the other four people in there that didn't boo you right in the middle. Okay? I don't care. <laughs> After the match, Briggs and Jensen, they pick up the tag team titles, hand them to MSK. The fans want Mello and um, Trick Williams, but Imperium jumps MSK instead. Briggs and Jensen yeah. run in for the save, and the fans are like, thank you, Imperium. Thank you, Imperium. So sorry, I'm still annoyed. Yeah, they they have no love for MSK, man. Not any at all. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. It's not because they don't come to work. 
They do too. <laughs> they, I'm sorry. They Once have a month. title more than Hero has. <laughs> freaking Swerve. But at least they defend those titles. But at least Swerve is at work though. At least we see him at work. We don't even see MSK for weeks. Like, are y'all even clocked in? It's not their fault they're not getting scheduled. <laughs> Is that their fault? No. They're not on the Brock Lesnar schedule when uh. they decide they don't want to be there. Okay? <sighs> it's not their fault Road Dog and them don't know how to fill out a damn employee schedule. It's not their fault. But damn it, when they're asked to come to work, they come and they flip over everything. And Wesley freaking relax. Again. Again, relax. And who is it? One of the, did one of the GYV people ever get hurt? Um, yeah. I don't think so. Unless it was okay. um, um, the, uh, the one with the longer hair, um, James Drake. Yeah, because they also, they be doing some shit where I'm just like, can you, can you not, though? <laughs> like, can you just calm down right now? Stop. Some of these people who had, like, injuries before and stuff, they be doing some reckless shit. Brian Danielson, with this neck. All right. Stop. Yeah, Danielson, extremely reckless. Yeah. But he's trying to prove that he's like all the way healthy and that he can do it. So it's kind of like Listen, a give or take. We know we, we know what you can do. Why are you doing a diving headbutt? For what? For what? I had a heart attack when he did that during. The, I was like, "What is? Stop it mm-hmm. right now!" There's a reason why Vince McMahon said you're not doing that goddamn move. You have two babies right now. Stop it. We know how good you are. That's why there's yes chance everywhere you go. That's why literally you do not get booed unless it was like against Kofi. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you did a hell yeah. of a transformation job to get yourself booed. So we even have to give you yeah. kudos for that. Exactly. We know how good you are. We know you got it. You still got it. Do you need to hear that on loop? Because we know you do. Stop. <laughs> it's like him. Freaking Sasha. Girl, Wesley, Dante Martin sometimes, <laughs> Christian. There's like six people on my list. There was one match where it was like three out of four of you guys are on my goddamn to watch list. I need everybody to come. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart, don't forget her. Oh my gosh, Shotzi. She hasn't been doing nothing reckless. We yet. haven't seen been... her in months be able to do anything reckless. So oh God. I think when that's told... the I think that's the whole key. Oh my gosh, she's gonna do a freaking three sixty quirks tour off something. She's gonna do it. She's gonna do it. <laughs> Just makes me nervous. I got you. <sighs> All right, so there was NXT for this week. Um yeah. like you said, you thought it was the best one since two point has uh been a part of our lexicon and um yeah you know, this presentation. So what kind of stood out about it that made you feel the way that you did? Okay. The Braun Breaker and Champa confrontation was really good. Really enjoyed that. I like that they're focusing more on like building characters and so that, you know, they have more time on the mic and more time to set up kind of stories 
and like characters of who they are so that when they get on the mic, it's not like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Really like that. Love me some Tony D'Angelo. Love that match. I thought it was really good. Although I was just like, why did you put him against the black man? Because what am I going to do now? Why? <laughs> <laughs> why could you put him against a random white man? Because damn it. Because <laughs> you know I root for everybody black. So I'm just like, shit. Right. But really enjoyed that. I love his character work as well. I really, really like um, the Ember Moon and Mandy Rose match. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. Mandy Rose, the best thing for her was to come on back to NXT. Same thing with Ember, honestly, because they've been doing some of like the their best work now. Right. Because like they're actually giving time to like shine and to like build again, building characters and seeing who you are. Because I, it's like before with Mandy, it was just like you, you're like, you're Trish Stratus with gold. I didn't really see. The only time I had seen, saw a little bit more storyline was with her and Otis, and then they broke that up. So it's like her being now, like she's actually like really good in the ring. Like I like her, like that running knee that she does. Like if that's gonna be her finisher, I like it. It's really good. So I um, enjoyed Indy Hartwell just winning because I just love her. <laughs> so I thought I thought it was really strong like episode and also the um the tag team elimination match i'm not a fickle ass fan so i was happy that my msk won i thought it was a really really good match as well and i want to see more of like trick williams and like carmelo just like as a team because you can tell that trick is really new in the ring Mm -hmm. so he needs more time right but like i think like as he like picks it up more and he like goes into like the ring more he has more um, experience, I think he'll be really good. And then, as a tag team, is going to be also awesome. Love right. the Hit Row and um, they got the Phantasma, like little confrontation. So I really enjoyed this episode. I like this new NXT. There's a lot more focus on like characters and giving vignettes and kind of telling stories, so you can know who these wrestlers are, and then you put them in the ring, and you're like, oh, this character with these ring skills, and you can like it gets you to care more about them. Right. right. I like that. Well, I definitely enjoyed this edition of NXT as well. I thought it was very fun. Like you said, they're doing a lot better job focusing in on the character development, getting you introduced to the newer people that they are trying to showcase and then doing a great job of showcasing them at the same time, putting them up against, um, you know, like we said, kind of the veteran guys and making Mm -hmm. us care through them getting wins. Um, MSK, they definitely have a hard time right now um, with that MS uh, NXT crowd uh, trying to, you know, just, you know, be loved by the crowd when they're clearly baby faces, but they're not getting any love. So maybe they'll lose and turn heel and then maybe the crowd will have more love for them. I don't know uh, how that's going to play out uh, going forward, but. Uh, women's division, we need uh, a real challenger for Raquel. Um, yeah. Now, I, I guess Mandy Rose is going to try to move into that situation. Um, but we will see how that all plays out uh, going forward. It seems like they're really pushing toxic attraction very, very hard. They were on like all the commercials last week uh, leading yeah. up to preview uh, NXT. Um, 
So it looks like that toxic attraction is the current project that they're trying to get over huge, but we'll see if they can sustain that and make that a reality. Um, great episode liked NXT this week. Hopefully going forward, things continue to progress the way that they have been. And, um, you know, we'll see what this Braun breaker chompa match looks like in a couple of weeks for Halloween havoc. And, uh, they might actually decide to, make Braun Breaker the champion. And that would be a huge uh, turn uh, for NXT going forward. I'd be good with it. Yeah, especially to have someone that young be the champion. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, what, 24? Yeah, he's super young, so. Yeah. But he's he's got it. So, like, I wouldn't be mad at it, honestly. Well, all right. At this time, we're going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the Lasselcast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons who paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout out to you guys on the hashtag because I love reading your commentary. And shout out to Xavier Woods and Tyler Breeze because I met them this weekend and they are very nice, dope humans. Well, thank you to Miss Simi for joining me once again here on the NXT cast. Also, you can check us out over on the Patreon page on the Dark Match as we review AEW's anniversary show that took place this past week as well. Uh, thank you to Miss J to the Max who helped me on SmackDown Matters. Mr. Mota underscore Reese, my co-host on the Rawcast. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay, Sam, Greg, Classic, because Classic always gets shout outs. Shout out to Mel. Shout out to um, Jupiter Julep and what sleep though with Miss Cami D and Miss Lars Singh, all the Wrestle Bays, all the uh, ladies of the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast, everybody who joins us in the Twitter spaces and in the live tweets. We definitely appreciate each and every one of you sharing your commentary with color. So for my co-host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye, see you in the hashtags. Let's get right to it. On Tuesday night, October 26th, Halloween Havoc returns to NXT. champ well the champ needs an opponent and i am well aware that this nxt 2.0 roster is full of hungry men and women now one man in particular well he says he's not a patient man he says he wants to be the flag bearer of nxt 2.0 and that's all fine and dandy but the thing is in the world we live in Actions speak louder than words. So the question is, who has the balls to come out here and take my NXT title from me? Tommaso Ciampa. I've treated you with nothing but respect since the day that I walked through the door, right? But I do not give a damn if I've been here for four minutes, four weeks, or four months. I want to be the NXT champion. 
NXT title. To Braun Breaker, this title, it's just a stepping stone to something bigger and better. To Tommaso Ciampa, this title, it is something bigger. It is something better. Halloween Havoc is three weeks away. So the way I see it, you have three weeks to go from an intern to a PhD. Challenge accepted. 